As we come to the end of 2022 and go into 2023, I know a lot of people are planning their next year and getting lottery results back and setting big goals. And if that's you, maybe you're considering hiring a coach. And I wanted to talk about how you might go about finding a coach that's a good fit for you. I've worked as a coach for a little while now. I've worked with a lot of coaches. I've had a lot of coaches. And I wanted to share some things I would look for if I were looking for a coach to fit me. Because let's be honest, not every coach is going to fit every athlete. And you need to find someone that's going to be a good fit for you and your upcoming season. So if that's you, if you have a big season coming up and you're looking at hiring a coach, I just wanted to talk about, one, whether you'd even benefit from one, two, how to find a good coach, and three, how to spot someone who might not be as good. And before we get into it, I wanted to ask, if you enjoy this podcast and the information I provide, please share it with somebody. I do this so that more people can have free information. And if you share the love, I'd really appreciate it. And if you have a second, I'd also appreciate if you gave a five-star review or left a comment or whatever on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. I try to read them, um, and I know that it, it matters <laughs> way more than I seem to understand. So if you have a moment to do any of those things, I'd really appreciate it. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Eat Well, Sleep Great, Run Far podcast. My name is Will Franz, and I'm here to help you go farther, faster, and longer without injuries, gut problems, or giving up your favorite foods. All right, everybody, let's talk about choosing a coach. I know that a lot of like lotteries have been finalized recently, or some people are just looking at coaching. So I wanted to provide some guidelines for how I would look for a coach. And up front, this is not a commercial for me. Like every few months, I feel like this topic comes up on one of the podcasts I listen to, and it often just ends up being some kind of commercial for the person talking or their coaching services. And I'm obviously going to talk about myself because it's what I do, but I realize I'm not for everybody. So this is going to be more of a general guidelines as to how you might find someone who's a good fit for you. Um, that said, if you are interested, I'm giving away three months of coaching. Five more uh, people will receive a big discount for the end of the year. Um, I wanted to do this for partially to celebrate the race I completed and the holidays and due to everything, it has been a mess. So I'm finally getting around to it. I didn't do a Black Friday deal. I don't think I ever will. I hate Black Friday. Um, I didn't do this earlier in December as I intended to. So it is time to do this thing. So if you or anybody you know might be interested in me being your coach, now's a great time. Uh, fill in the application or hit me up if you don't know where that would be, and let's uh, get to this. So if you're interested in being coached by me, I would love to do that for you if we'd find out we're a good fit. And that's how we'd start. We'd have a chat, see if we're even a good fit for one another. All right, so do you even need a coach? This should probably be your first question. 
if you're thinking about doing this? And for a lot of people, the answer is honestly no. Uh, I love coaching. I've dedicated my entire career to it. I have a couple of my own. I have had a coach or like been a coach consistently for many years now, from sports to training other people in sports to business to whatever. And even when I was working like night shift as a machine operator, I spent three of those five years coaching other people to do that job, right? So this is a thing that I think matters. And that said, if you are happy with where you are and good with your running and aren't really looking to make big improvements or take big steps, if you run the same kind of 50K every year and you're happy with your performance and you just like to get out there and do whatever, then no, you don't need a coach. That said, if you don't know what you're doing, it could be a good idea to hire someone. Running ultras is hard. It is... Uh, it can lead to burnout. It can lead to injuries. If you want to do well, you're on an even thinner margin for that. If you're trying to accelerate your progress faster than you might otherwise want to do, then having some guidance could be helpful. You wouldn't completely redo the plumbing in your house without some help if you didn't already know how to do plumbing. So or you wouldn't rebuild your car's engine, you often wouldn't, you probably wouldn't like redo the electricity in your house. And yet, when it comes to something arguably more important, like our health and fitness and all these things, then we think twice about taking care of it. So if you are trying to hit big goals or make quick progress or do something that is going to be difficult, a coach could be a good idea. Hire a professional. So let's talk about things that might make a good coach. First and foremost, it is a good interpersonal fit. Um, you should click with the person who's coaching you. And you don't need to be best friends. You don't need to get along with everything. You don't need to agree on everything. Um, but you're probably going to be talking to this human being on a fairly regular basis, at the very least through text message or email. And you shouldn't hate hearing from them. And that is probably the biggest thing. You should, in at least some aspect, click with the human being who is helping you get to your goals. Some sort of interpersonal connection is very top of the list, in my opinion. Now again, you don't need to be best friends, you don't need to have the same views on everything, but you should at least connect well enough to where talking to this person on both directions is not a chore, right? The next thing that you should probably look for is a coach that provides what you actually need. And this feels silly, but I have a couple examples of conversations I've either had or heard of, and I'm not going to say which ones are which, but of people choosing a coach based on something that doesn't matter all that much, and trade for something that would have been a big deal for them. So for example, I do nutrition coaching, and this is not based on a real conversation, just throwing this out there. I do nutrition coaching, strength, run, kind of full package-y. Um, if I were talking to somebody and they needed nutrition coaching, I might be a good fit. Whereas, Another coach who 
doesn't do any of their nutrition work wouldn't be a particularly good fit. Even if that coach were faster than me, not hard to be, right? I'm not a very fast human being, um, had run the course they were looking for, all of these things that don't really matter if they needed some advice on their food, but not quite to the level of a dietitian, then I would probably be a better fit than that person. There are coaches out there who help women around menstrual cycle stuff. I'm not that person, right? So if you need that, then you should find a coach that will help you do that. And these are the kind of things that if something is important to you or going to be a big factor in your success, you should find a coach that delivers that for you or plan to get more than one coach. Because if something is going to be a big factor, I would expect that you're like going to look to want to achieve that, right? So make sure that they have what you actually need or plan for other arrangements. Next, I like a coach that honestly doesn't have all the answers, at least immediately. Um, the human body is really complicated. So if we're looking at coaching, running, or health, or whatever, then your coach should probably tell you, I don't know, but I'll figure it out, right? And that should be the answer. Like, I don't know the answer to that, or we don't know the answer to that as a general term or like general idea in the field, um, but I will do my best to figure it out. And it's just a very honest response. You should look for someone who has that willingness to not know. And I think that is undervalued a lot of the time because, I mean, I know more about running stuff than most people who hire me. That's why they hire me, because I spend all day studying it. But I don't know everything. Um, nobody knows everything because we as a collective don't know everything. So we should be willing to admit that and be willing to go look that out. On that note, like you should look for a coach that is consistently growing. And this might be weekly research. It might be putting new topics out. Like you can tell a lot of the time if someone is consistently growing. If you get the same workouts this year as you did last year, from this coach, then maybe we're not looking at a lot of growth. It doesn't mean it needs to be revolutionary, right? Like, if you need to build some lactate, lactate repeats are going to look like lactate repeats. Like, it's not a big, or lactate clearance training, rather, but lactate repeats are going to look like what they look like. It's not rocket science. But if we're not looking at some level of development year to year, that's probably an issue. Now, we should also look for a coach who doesn't try to fit you into some kind of predetermined system. Um, I'll often see people who give you a very cookie cutter plan where you start with something like low heart rate training paired with OFM, optimum, like fat metabolism stuff, and then we move to VO2 work, and then we move to a block of lactate work, and then you move to whatever, and then there's always a three-week taper, it doesn't matter who you are, all of these things, like, are crazy. Um, it's not that any of those things don't have a place for someone, it is that if that is the model, and every human <laughs> that this person is coaching goes through that model, then 
you might as well just buy a plan from that person because that's all you're actually getting. So we need to make sure that that kind of fits, right? Like you should not always be in a predetermined system. There should be flexibility, should be tailored to you. That's what getting coaching is. And on a rabbit hole of this, they should be willing to answer your questions. I also think that's what coaching is. I've had people tell me that they're surprised that I'm willing to explain stuff to them. And in my opinion, that's my entire job. Like, it is not to be dictator on the hill and tell you to do whatever week to week. It is to teach you how to be an athlete and, yes, prescribe you workouts or whatever you want to call it and help you with fueling and all of this stuff. But it is also to be there to answer your questions of why you're doing something. And oppositely from the, like, willing to say, I don't know, that's fine, but the answer, like, just do it, is never really acceptable, right? It's just not. Unless you're being an obstinate three-year-old, and even then, it should still not be acceptable. So we're looking for some level of explanation and work, right? So we need to teach people. If your coach is unwilling to explain things to you that you want explained, questionable. Now... If we look at more like the nitty gritty stuff, like how many touch points do you need versus how many they offer? One of the things that I've developed over the years is anybody I coach can actually set up a call with me at any time. Um, that might change down the road as they get more busy, but I would have to get exponentially more busy. Like anybody I coach can text me at any time. It's not like a weekly call. It is if you need two this week, great. If you need none for the next month, also great. We don't need to be a burden on each other. Like, we should fit into each other's schedules in a way that actually helps you. And I'm also kind of neurotic, so as a result, the availability of touch points makes me feel better. It is partially selfish. Like, and I have a couple athletes over the past year who, like, rarely messaged me. And then I have others with whom I chat once a week or two. Like, most of that comes down to busy work schedules and adjustments and where they are in their training. But that's me. There's some people who do a weekly call. There's some people who do a weekly group call. Like, you should be able to, back to the answers thing, you should be able to get answers in a manner that helps you, or like in a time frame that helps you. If your call is every Friday, and your long run is every Thursday, and you don't see something coming up before then, like, we need to make sure that your call schedule actually, and like contact schedule actually services your your needs. On the other stuff, like a coach is invaluable, but I also realize like not everybody is for everybody. Like I swear I do educate. I expect you to be involved in your coaching. I expect you to tell me if something is wrong. Like before anybody signs up with me, I'm very open. Like I'm not a babysitter. It's not what I do. Um, I'll check in with you if something's wrong, but I'm also not going to coddle you. <laughs> like there are there are plenty of people who are willing to do that. Um, I feel like you're an adult and you'll often get a question from me like, hey, like what's going on or why? It's never going to be like, why didn't you do your workout? And it's not really my, my jam. I feel like we should have a mutual understanding that life happens and communication is important. So I expect you to be an adult and I would hope that you expect me to be a professional and vice versa. 
So I also don't sugarcoat things. Um, if you hire me, I expect that you want to be better, not just feel better. And if you just want to feel better, that's fine, but that's not really what I'm about. So I will often push people to be mildly open-minded to change, where they do the same three group workouts every week. If you tell me that you want to do really well in your next race and those group workouts aren't serving that purpose, I'm going to tell you that. doesn't mean you can't do them. Like, I will always give people a choice. Again, it goes back to the being an adult thing. You're an adult. You can always choose things. It is just part of how things work. Since you were five years old, you've been able to make your own choices, and we kind of realize that those choices have consequences. And that is the purpose of a coach. It is to give you those choices and explain the consequences and let you choose. Again, not a dictator. So that is what I would look for personally in a coach. That one, you're a good professional, that you're a good interpersonal fit, and they provide what you actually need. Those are by far my big two. And then a general like willingness to learn, not trying to fit you into a predetermined uh, system, and then nitty-gritty, like do they have the touch points you want? Do they coach using systems you like? Like if you've used, I use Training Peaks, it is a thing I use. I'm willing to use other things, but <laughs> like not super happy about it. So if you hate Training Peaks, then you're probably not, we're probably not going to jive super well. So that's kind of how that goes. Um, now, from here, like, if you already have a coach, great. I think that's lovely, and I hope you enjoy them and start working with them. Um, if you're having issues with your current system, I would ask you to think of a couple things. One is very simply, like, are you actually doing the work? And if you're not, are you explaining to your coach why? Um, the biggest issue I've run into with the past few years of coaching is I would prescribe work and then someone either told me they didn't and didn't, or did it and did not, or they wouldn't do it, but they wouldn't tell me they weren't doing it or why. So we were like already a day or down the line and just behind for reasons of just lack of communication. So are you communicating with your coach appropriately and doing the work they're trying to have you do? And the next would be, are you being honest about your priorities? And this is just always comes down to this like sense of goal setting that we should have if we're taking on any big endeavor. You, running doesn't have to be your top thing. It probably isn't. Like it is probably a big thing in your life if you're listening to me yammer on about it for 20, 30 minutes, but it is probably not the top thing in your life that is likely family or your job or things that allow you to continue surviving, right? Running is probably a thing that helps you feel like it continue, helps you continue surviving, but it's probably not actually necessary to your survival. So it probably isn't your highest priority unless you make money doing it. With that in mind, like if you have 12 other priorities that have to come first, and running is number 13, and there's really no way around that for you, then don't say it's your top priority. That's okay. It doesn't need to be your top priority. Just be aware. And you should can, like have that conversation with your coach because it often <laughs> makes programming and everything else look really different, and communication will look different. And 
more leniency will need to be had. It's just kind of part of it. So be honest about your priorities with both yourself, that's usually the big one, and then your coach. Now, last thing is cost. Um, coaches cost money. Not everybody has a ton of money. I don't have a ton of money. So, like, your coach probably shouldn't be the cheapest out there. You would be better off buying a decent plan a lot of the time than a really low-end coach. That is not always true. I know some coaches who they do it as a side gig and they don't need the money, so they do it for very cheap. But most of the time, if uh, they're coaching and it's their main gig, it's going to have to pay their bills. So if you are talking to someone who this is their life and this is their work and this is what they do, then it might be an idea to not go for lowest on the totem pole as far as cost. And the reason for that is just logistics wise. If someone's charging you 50 bucks a month and they need 150 athletes to pay their bills at that or whatever it is, right? Um, then they need to split their time with that many people. Whereas if they charge a little more, they get to split their time through a lot fewer people. That is very basic on the logistics front. There's also other reasons where if they charge a little more, they can spend more time in their own education so they can continue growing. All of these things that we like to do as coaches and like to look for in coaches, but probably not looking for the cheapest thing out there. You don't have to buy whatever Jason Coop's rates are currently, but it also probably shouldn't be the 20 to $50 a month. Uh, you'd probably be better off buying a good plan for that. Now, if we, now again, like I recognize the current economic climate and I couldn't probably afford some coaching. So that's why I'm doing a scholarship. And if you're interested, I would love to help you out. Um, message me and I will get you the link to apply. I think coaching is important. And so that's why I do, I coach multiple people for free every year. And it's usually through systems like these. And give it, give it an application and give it a shot and good luck. Um, that said, I'm also going to start offering like a consultation with a plan at the end of it, starting in January. We're adding that to the roster of things I do. So if you, I don't really feel comfortable just selling or like giving people rote plans, um, especially because training for an ultra can be so difficult and finicky depending on where you're training and everything. I think it needs to be personalized a little bit, or I'd at least like it to be personalized a little bit. But if you want to talk to me for an hour or whatever, um, and you want to get a plan, great, let's do that. So stay safe, stay healthy. I hope you have a really good rest of 2022. I My next one of these is the next long one of these, at least, is going to be in 2023. If you are interested in the scholarship, please apply. Shoot me a message. I'll get you the details. And thank you so much for listening and watching and all that stuff. It is still mind-boggling to me that anybody cares what I have to say on this topic, but I really appreciate that you do. So thank you. Have a good rest of your year. Thank you for listening to the show. To be clear, I'm not a doctor nor a registered dietitian, and nothing you heard was medical advice. You should always speak with a qualified medical professional before making any changes to your training regimen. If you enjoy the podcast or found it useful, please take a couple seconds to give it a rating or share it with a friend. Every little bit helps. And if you want more of this information, 
please head to the Trail and Ultra Running Nutrition Group on Facebook. You'll be in good company with other like-minded people who like to do hard stuff outside.